good day and welcome to the Tag and Bando podcast. My name is Taggart and this is Pred and thanks for joining us on our podcast today where we talk about a question of the day and a triggered memory and sometimes the new about what's going on with us, something new in our lives. And uh, that's the rundown. So how are you doing, Brandon? Wow. Like Gilmore Girl speed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are getting into it. All right. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. All right. So, welcome, everybody. <laughs> welcome. I'm doing great. I don't even know what you asked me. <laughs> um, I just yeah, asked how you uh, were doing, man. That's all. No, no biggie. I'm, no biggie. <laughs> doing, doing really, really good. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, how are you doing, man? All good, man. That's also um, good. Doing well. Nothing, mm-hmm. you know, big to report, I guess, but uh, but doing good. Feeling good. Being good. Right. Just ate a burrito. Mm. So, Ooh. So nice. A, a burrito of your own make? No, a, fro- a frozen burrito. Not even like a great burrito, but it's fine. Hmm. It's fine. I'll probably eat another one when we're done. So, like, we have a health consultant at work, right? Uh oh. Uh huh. And like, because we have like a gym downstairs, and you can book time with this person, and they, they're like kind of life coachy where uh-huh. you want to talk about, you know, you know, your exercise program or weight loss or, uh, flexibility or even just like, if you just want to chat with them, just like right. you know, talk about life or whatever, like some, 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 but, um, <laughs> some, apparently, some, some. yeah. And so, um, so we also get, um, like they bring in, breakfast burritos on or they uh, they had breakfast burritos on Tuesdays and Ooh. uh it was bagels for a while and then they switched to like croissant sandwiches on okay. Thursdays uh-huh but then some people I don't know who exactly or I, it doesn't really matter but they were saying like they had talked to the life coach and they're like oh like like it's hard for me to hit my weight loss goals or whatever because they just bring in like food and it's like <laughs> and everything, and so now they switch to like these health burritos, which is like uh-huh. it's like whole wheat tortillas, uh, beans and rice and egg as opposed to like bacon and sausage and potato and stuff, and they just do those on Tuesdays and Thursdays or. Yeah, I think they do those Thursdays, too. I don't usually work Thursdays, but... And so it's just kind of like, oh, great. I mean, they're fine, <laughs> but it's very much like, okay, I, I, I see how it goes here. Right. So it's interesting. That's, it's very interesting. That's funny. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, uh, we uh, have a lot of different things that we talk about on this podcast. And that's sometimes true. burritos take precedent. Let's be honest. Um, probably more times than <laughs> we might want to admit. <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly. Um, so, yeah, but uh, we are going to do the question of the day yeah. first, I think. Start us up with the question uh, of the day, man. Yeah. All right. Hit me. So, 
Um, we're gonna we're gonna send out some kudos into the world and oh. uh, just tell your what attributes from those in your life do you admire? Like the people you know, friends, family, what have you. What attributes you're like, man? That is good stuff from this this person. You can name the individuals or you can leave them anonymous. It's up to you. Fair, fair. Well, I was talking to my wife about some jazz yesterday. And, mm-hmm. and, um. Skiddly bat. Oh, that's scatting. That's not really jazz. <laughs> sure. I mean, hey, but scat's pretty, ana- uh, uh, pretty synonymous with jazz. Um, but we were, we were talking about, um, shenanigans and and how some people, you know, they like to perpetuate shenanigans, right? Okay. You're talking like pranks and mischief. Okay. No, I'm sorry. I'm being vague. Um, People like to sometimes uh, pretend they're in the right when they're not. Okay. Okay. So that kind of shenanigans where they're like, I can't believe you did this. This is blah, 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 blah. Um, Mm. And and, uh, we were just, my wife and I were just talking about how my mom's really good at just cutting through that crap. (laughs) She can see through that so easy. (laughs) And she's done it for so long in like... She works for a, a children's choir, the Colorado Springs Children's mm-hmm. Chorale, and she's mm-hmm. dealt with so many parents and families and things like this where they're like, well, you should have done this and this, and they're like, well, you didn't give us that information. How are we supposed to do that? It's not on us. That's on you. And she's very right? good. <laughs> she's very good at that. And not in a confrontational way, but she's in, she can do it in a way where she's like, I am the authority here, and, you know, I'm going to tell you what you did wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, in no uncertain terms, like, pretty direct. Right. You know, I'm, I'm not going to put a lot of fluff around it. I'm just going to be like, this is what it is, and this is what we were expecting, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm so bad at that. <laughs> right. I mean, no uncertain terms is, is it gets a bad light, you know, like you, like you said, you know, it doesn't have to be mean or menacing or, right. you know, whatever. It's just like statement of fact. Well, you, yeah. you choose to react to it how you, how you wish. Right. Kind of a lot of times. And the thing is for most people, well, I don't know most people for me, let's talk it for me. But uh, you might feel similar. But when you've been like, or when you feel you've been wronged, or you've been wrong, and they're telling you that, nah, you did the wrong, you know, then mm-hmm. you get elevated, and you're like, no, you know what? Nuh-uh. And it's really easy to get emotional in it, and not like right. be clear about, nah, this is the actual thing, and you, mm-hmm. right. And I'm very bad. I'm I'm not good at that, especially in person. I'm not good at that. Mm. So, anyways, I don't know. It was just something that we were talking about the other day, and uh, and you know, I was like, that's 
that's very cool. It's very, it's a, I mean, I'm sure it's a skill that she had to like foster and she's got better over time with it and also mm-hmm. ha- has come to the point where it's like, well, it's really easy to say, you know, to, to, to have a clear delineation of like, this is, no, this is what we expect. And if you haven't mm-hmm. done that, then that's not on us. That's on you. Right. And I would say to your, to your mom's credit as well is she is, she has no guile. Like she doesn't play games. She doesn't, mm. you know, like really try to manipulate things to get her way. No. Kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah. She's, she's just very much like these things are the way they are. And I do things according to what I feel is right. And here's, where it deviated from where I think it should be. And that's right. That's how it is. If I am in the wrong, like if she is in the wrong, she will admit it. If she's not, she doesn't need to admit it. (laughs) There's no reason to like really tell anybody that they were in the wrong or she was in the wrong to be like, well, it's just better to get around it with these people. It's like, no, (laughs) like, like, right. So completely, so, mm-hmm. you know, there's times and situations in my life when I, I wish I was clear with that in my brain where, mm-hmm. you know, the emotion, I can just kind of throw it away and then just like sit for a second and think clearly on, okay, how am I going to present my point here in a way mm-hmm. that's clear and concise, but also just cuts through it and says, no, <laughs> this is how it is. <laughs> um, right. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, it reminds me, uh, <laughs> have I told this story? Have I told the story about when I worked at Mervyn's, uh, during Christmas time and some dude knocked dishes out of another guy's hands? Have I ever, we, we talked about Mervyn's, uh, and them selling every, <laughs> everything from the, sh- curtains to the carpet but right. uh, I don't think I don't know if, I'm not uh, sure if I've that story came up told the story or not but it kind of reminds me of this where so it was it was Christmas time I was working in Mervyn's I was at the I was at the register and people were coming which is a department store for those that oh that's a fair point <laughs> right rightfully have never heard of <laughs> this dead and gone right. of Mervyn's 15 years. No longer around, but <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like a Dillard's or a JCPenney's or a, a Macy's or something. A Macy, yeah. a Burlington or whatever. It's one of those. Mm-hmm. You know. um, but um, this guy was checking out and he thought that the guy behind him was too close to him while he was trying mm-hmm. to put his card in the machine and type his pin in. Mm-hmm. And so he, you know, it must've been Christmas time and his fuse is short and he thinks this guy's crowding him and he, and he doesn't feel safe with typing in his number or whatever. <laughs> and I don't, okay. yeah. I don't know exactly how it happens, but very quickly it escalates to the point where he's turned around kind of yelling at the guy in his face the man is stand. The man behind him is standing there with a box of dishes. It's a dish set that mm-hmm. he's gonna buy, and he's holding it. Classic, 
you know, side, side on, you know, <laughs> hand on either side, right? Right. Uh, and the dude just takes his hand and hits the box on the top and knocks it out of this guy's hands. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, straight to the floor, just spikes it straight to the floor, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I was so um, what's the word? What, what am I looking for? Peeved? Well, this, it rattled me. It rattled me oh. so much. And yet, mm-hmm. I was like, I, this guy can't get off the hook for this. And I mm-hmm. and I said, and I got, you know, and my adrenaline is, is, you know, straight through the roof at this point, you know. And I basically said, sir, you will check out and you will leave right now. And like... Uh, oh, yeah. I did, yeah. But apparently, I said "sir" a lot, mm-hmm. in like the most forceful way possible, and and I was like, "That is unacceptable, sir. You will buy your stuff and you will leave, sir." Blah blah blah. And I don't know exactly all that I said. I don't remember it very well at all, um, right? Because I'm just pumping on adrenaline when I should be like, "You you should buy this man." You know, <laughs> I can't make yeah, the guy he- buy his stuff, but like. You know, there's probably some things I wish I would have said that would have been a little bit more clear about. But I basically, right. this guy that I worked with afterwards, he's like, I've never seen anyone so angry at somebody and yet so polite to them. Because <laughs> you said <laughs> sir so many times. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So anyways, that's just an example of like, I'm not afraid to talk in those situations, but it's it's all emotions. It's like, it, 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 it's it's not clear and it's not you know but I but I was like you gotta go um, but anyways so yeah what about you man what do you think so um, keep it on yeah kind of the the mom theme one thing that like I came to admire I mean let's if you know my mom there's a billion equalities and everything mm-hmm. in there that you know everybody's gonna get a lot of her for, but one that I noticed um, very late in my life, uh, or later, hopefully, <laughs> um, in my life, uh-huh. is is her positivity in um, in the ICU. So she worked in the ICU forever, like mm-hmm. of this hospital and everything like that. And that's. And she did the you know the night shifts when we were all kids, all that kind of different stuff, and right. so you know all all that. But like, um, I would say number one, she like never really brought it home, you know, like right, you know, we were we, we weren't hurt hearing stories of people, you know, that died on her, you know, last night or you know horror stories of this or that, you know, I, I mean occasionally. If it pertained to a lesson that we needed, you know, like, right. you know, don't, don't drink and drive. Don't do this. Don't do that kind of stuff. Um, that was all there. But, um, our, our, one of my friends got in a really bad accident, um, and, uh, was like pretty much paralyzed at that point. Uh-huh. And... And, and everything. And she's like, you should come see her, you know, to, you know, liven her spirits or whatever. So I was like, okay. So I went to the hospital to visit her. 
And she was the patient was rightfully like super just depressed. Like right. didn't say anything while we were there right. and everything. And to me, seeing this nice bubbly girl in this state, just like oh, like I I tried, and you know, I'm like oh, so good to see you know this and da da da. But my mom was just like oh, I see that they you know washed your hair and da da da. Like she was just like as bubbly and as merry as she could possibly be in this like in my opinion, a very devastating situation. You know, this girl has realized that her whole life is completely different than how she would have imagined it, you know? And she's sitting there in this hospital room for, you know, 24 hours a day for the next, you know, two months or whatever, just, you know, trying to regain any and all control of parts of her body. Right. But my mom can, can just treat her like she did before the accident, you know? And that was just, that was huge for me because, and it has to be huge. And it was huge for her too. Like anyway, like on her road to recovery. Cause I mean, you come in and people are like, and you just see people's faces fall, you know, and like your loved ones just be like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Oh, like you can't like, do this you can't do that and i'm like you know oh man that's terrible and you just hear that day in and day out from anybody who visits you and you would just right you would just it just sinks you and that's why she was so depressed but my mom just is coming in and just being like yeah like let's get you going let's do this let's do that like like you know like and just to have her be able to just look past you know, all that and see, you know, the personality of the person just, you know, trying to welcome that back out was crazy good. Right. And like, and yeah, and I haven't, I, I had never seen that really. Um, like I said, cause I mean, yeah, I would go to the hospital with her every once in a while, but when I was a kid, but you know, you're not toting your kid around to patients rooms all the time, you know, it's right. a little HIPAA, HIPAA hiccups there, but you know, yeah. So, yeah. Any any other ones that you you think of? Um That was the main one that I had, mm-hmm. I think. Um I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Did you have another one? No. Um, no, I mean, this kind of stemmed from uh, what I'll say is um, a little present that I that I gave my wife and everything when um, just recently uh, I gave her, for our paper anniversary, I gave her a book that was like a hundred reasons why I love you and stuff like and it was just like a bunch of little prompts. Uh-huh. You know, that you, you fill out and everything like that. Well, let me just warn anybody purchasing this book. Um, <laughs> it's 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 more than 100 because several, not just like one or two, but I would probably say like 10 of these prompts are like five things that I 
admire about you. Five things that I remember, like five of our inside jokes, five things that, gotcha. you know, make us laugh or something like that. And I'm like, so I'm not, I'm thinking of like, you know, 150 things. Thanks book. <laughs> you know, like, which is fine. But, um, it was, uh, it was just one of those things like, what do you admire and everything? And I would just say like genuineness Right. Is is a is a solid quality um, that she has. That she's oh, yeah. just, I mean, kind of like your mom and everything. Just like, like, there's no real reason for me to lie or cheat or like fib right. or whatever. It's just this, like, I'm not. There's no re like. There's no reason for her. To do that, like there's, there's, it's not like she's trying to get her way in all the in any circumstance. It's just like this is how I am, and I might not say it every time, right? I might right. not tell you that this is, you know, bugging me or like I don't like whatever. You know, I'll be nice, but they also just like it's like this is how it is. So I like that. A lot. But. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. I mean, I have a similar thing with my wife, I think. Um, she... Uh, how do I want to say this? <laughs> She's very good at... Um, I don't know. Um... <laughs> Because it's, it's not it's sometimes really a, hard to express for sure. Yeah. yeah, it's not really a. I just don't know where it starts and stops, really, I, and I don't know if that makes okay. any sense. But because it's kind of a thing that's that we have together versus something that I've separated out now to like the two of us. Okay, I don't know if that the. the <laughs> but it's just a safe place. And okay. we've cultivated that with each other that, you know, like it, like you said, like we're genuine and we're truthful, but it's also like, that's where you go when you're like, um, oh, I'm having this troubles or whatever. And it's like, you know, no matter what else there is, like you can go there and that's the safe spot, you know? And so I don't mm-hmm. know if that's really a trait, Per se, uh, I, I I mean it is because we cultivated that, but it's kind of a joint thing versus a individual thing. But that's kind of what you made me think of when you were talking about that. So right, I mean, yeah, I mean it's like her ability to do that, you know, in in conjunction with you. I mean, like right. it's it's still something that yeah, not everybody everybody's able to do. So yeah. Yeah, and it uh, makes me sad a little bit, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Just to know that people don't have that kind of relationship sometimes with their spouse, where it's, where it's like, you know, mm-hmm. they got they feel yeah. like they got to hide things or they got they got to walk on eggshells with this certain thing or whatever, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And, like... I don't know. It's so important to us just to be like, if you come home, like you need to be able to be who you are. Like, right. This, cause you have to be able to let go of everything 
else. All the anxieties need to be able to just go out. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, get stopped at the door and come in and just be who you are. So, anyways. Right. And, no, 100%. I, I hear you where it's like, you know, that's your, your safe haven. Right. That's where, like, anxiety should fall off of you when you walk in the door. Right. For the most part. Or you should be able to unburden yourself from that anxiety where... I do see some people where it's just like, oh, I can't go home. It's like, why? It's like, oh, I made this mistake or, oh, like, I've done this or I can't talk to my wife about it because this and this. And and I mean, I fall into that trap because I feel like like if I've done something stupid or something wrong, you know, like, let her down or admitting that is kind of like, oh, my gosh, like just sucks. But I mean, like every time and time again, and this is probably what you're talking about. If I do admit it and I do bring that up, it's, it's not like it's held against me. Right. It's and everything like that. It's not the, it's not something that is unforgivable or, well, thankfully I haven't done anything. (laughs) I guess, but, but yeah, it's definitely, I mean, I still feel that where I was just like, Oh no, just like, you know, just try to fix it without her knowing and you know it'll all be good but sometimes it's like oh, no it's just gonna get worse if you don't tell her and so you just tell her it's right. just like okay well let's try to fix this and is like is what what do we need to do and that relief like i think about it when i was like quitting my job last mm-hmm. year yeah and i just like i just like i felt like like i can't quit my job because like this is where like the majority of our money comes from and like, what am I going to do? And like, you know, all that kind of different stuff, but like, you know, admitting that to her and admitting like, I just couldn't take it and stuff. And she's like, yeah, like, I think you should do it, you know, like no guilt or anything. And just like, let me have that. And that alone, making that decision with her just like liquefied the, uh, anxiety I was feeling to where I was like, great, now let's plan. You know, <laughs> like right. there's like that worry and that takes up all your brain power. And it's like, okay, now we're on board. Let's figure out a way to make this work and stuff like that. So, right. Yeah. That's, right. No, I mean, it's good. just the, yeah, just the fact to have the sounding board in that situation where you're like, is this the right thing? And just to have somebody like, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like, okay, great. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I don't have to worry about whether it's the right or wrong thing anymore. Like you're saying, and now we can just figure out what we need to do to do it. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Well, that's good. So, what up to wives? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, hopefully go. everybody out there has, has something that they, you know, see in someone else that they're like, man, that person is awesome because of this. But right. We just want to give some, sh- some shout outs out there. Yeah, know, for sure, peeps. man. There's, we should be looking, you should peeps. be looking at people like that. You know, mm-hmm. obviously, I think people talk a lot about people's not good qualities, maybe shortcomings. Yeah. Right. And yeah. it's, it's easier to see. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. <laughs> a lot of times, but, uh, mm-hmm. 
like yeah. I'll give one quick one, like definitely to my to my ex stepmom. Mm-hmm. Um, just the fact that like like over like Mother's Day, um, she had her ex stepson and her husband's ex stepdaughter. Like mm. they've they've been divorced uh, uh, and everything for a couple of years now over for like Sunday dinner. And so really? like her ability to like to nurture, cultivate these relationships with people that the ent- the thing that brought you into the family is gone. But yeah, it doesn't mean that you're out. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that you're out of the family or, you know, she's going to turn you, turn you down or, you know, she's just she's gonna keep on bringing you back and everything like that, and it it weirds people out sometimes. <laughs> like, really, when I went to when I went to my stepbrother's wedding, you know, I was a groomsman, uh-huh. but like, like the bride's family did not know like what to make of me. Where they're like, wait, he's his stepbrother, he's his ex. Why is he here? It's like, cause we're buds. <laughs> Like, what does that matter? Who are you? <laughs> like, I've known, I've known this kid. I've known this kid since he was like three years old. <laughs> like, right. you just met him like a couple years ago. Like, what? What is you know? What is that? So, that kind of thing. That's yeah. funny. It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. Family's whatever you want it to be. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Even if, even if you're never related. What's up? It's true. So, it's true. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, reach us back into well our you, triggered memories. You know my 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 wife went to a movie yesterday in the movie theater. Ooh. In whoa, like with seats and popcorn and the night, Dolby, the whole Dolby night. sound. You got it, buddy. And uh, and so it got me thinking. You know. As a as the movies are coming back, the theaters are reopening again here, and it's summertime. I thought about the drive-in, which is not a thing I think that's around much at all anymore. Correct. Yes. So, so um, I wanted just to to just talk drive-in experiences. <laughs> Okay. Uh, you know, reach back into the Wayback Machine here and talk about the times that we've been to the drive-in and what's your feelings about the drive-in and would you go again and I don't know, just, you know, general, open-ended, what's your experience with the drive-in? Uh, it's interesting you ask about would I go again and stuff. There is a drive-in not too far from where I live and it was literally like within eye shot of where I used to live. Like you could get like the radio signal and everything. And if we really? wanted to get on our, get on our roof and watch it through binoculars, if we, if we really needed to, but, um, it, it came to a vote recently, whether that should be torn down and like turned into apartments. Uh. Cause it's the, it's, it's the drive in at night and then on Saturdays and maybe even Sundays, there's like a swap meet, like a flea market. Kind okay. Of. Well, it's, it's not a flea market. 
I don't know. I it's guess like I a know like a mean. farmer's market or something. No, it is a straight up swap meet. It is like oh, you okay. instead of instead of putting your garage sale stuff on your lawn, you go to the <laughs> swap meet okay. and you you get a parking spot. You lay it all out on some tarps or just right there on the asphalt, and you sell whatever garbage you, you want <laughs> awesome. and everything. And Sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, so, um, but they voted on it and, or, and like, or they were going to vote on it, but I guess the housing uh, developers or whatever, they pulled their, their bid or something. They pulled their their plans and okay. so didn't even didn't have to go to a vote. But I mean, I'm hoping that people would have kept it because especially like you were saying, like with COVID and everything, you know, like driving's like the perfect way to do it, you know? That's <laughs> like true. I mean, like, why didn't they why employ not? the drive-ins during yeah. COVID? That is very smart. And I don't I mean, know. yeah, just like maybe how, they did. How, but... However you collect payment, and then just stay in your car, no, uh, no refreshments or whatever. Right. But <clears throat> yeah, so um, so I've been to that drive-in a uh, couple of times. Um, the uh, we the two of us uh, would make the trek down to the armpit of Colorado. We will call it. <laughs> <laughs> That's and it's, yeah. It's like an hour, 45 minutes away or like, you know, 45 minutes, an hour away. Right. So uh-huh. the, the thing I will say about those, those treks versus, versus doing it out here in Utah is in Colorado, uh-huh. where, where we are, where we were on the, you know, east side of the mountains it gets dark fairly early. Let's right, say. right, right, right. Because you got the mountain there to you know give you give you a nice shadow, and so the drive-in would start about eight thirty, eight eight thirty, right? Right, probably somewhere in there, depending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you would watch your double feature. And then you drive back. So it's still pretty late night because you're driving like an hour back well, after right. watching two movies, right? Right. And if people don't realize that, all, all drive-ins, in all of my experience, they always show a double mm-hmm. feature. So you can always stay right. for two movies if you want to. Mm-hmm. And it's the same price. <laughs> like, you don't right. pay for one movie and, right. they no. say, and they go around and check your ticket for the second one. They assume you are going to stay there. Right. Um, and so... And so, yeah, that's a late night. But here in Utah, because it's further west, but in the same time zone, uh-huh. and for the most part, the bigger mountains are on the east side, it's a lot, you know, flatter and everything on the west. Right. Movies don't start till, like, 10 o'clock. It's just not dark it enough, is, huh? Yeah, it is ridiculous. Like right here in you know mid June, it's like, oh my gosh! Like just start the movie already. <laughs> it's just like I gotta watch two of these, man, and then I gotta drive thirty seconds back to my house. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so I definitely would say uh, the double feature is is also an interesting factor in that you don't necessarily 
stay in the same spot and watch the two movies that you, on that screen back to back. Not always, no. Right, and and it's kind of it's kind of risky because if you want to watch movie on screen one, like movie A on screen one, but watch movie B on screen three, not only do you have to get over there and everything, but like movie movie A might be forty five minutes longer, or like you know twenty like than than the other one playing over there on the other right. thing. So you so you're like. Ugh, do I miss the ending of this movie or the beginning of that movie? So, yeah. right, right. Yeah. So, so yeah. So with that, a lot of times, if there's multiple screens, they're going to be showing different movies on both screens, right? Yes. So, so screen like one pairs of movies, yeah, yeah. Like what you were saying, like on screen one, they would show movie A and movie B. Screen two, they'd show movie C and movie D. And so you couldn't, you know, you couldn't always see A and C necessarily, but you could see right. a, a and B or A and D, right? So, um, mm-hmm. if that wasn't clear for anyone who doesn't know how a drive-in was, but yeah, I remember we went to Pueblo once and we got a really good spot for the first movie, <laughs> and then the second movie we were sort of like not as good because mm-hmm. we had to move move screens, but. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there used to be, in Colorado, a, mo- um, a couple of drive-ins in Colorado Springs. They're all Walmarts now. Did you notice that? Are they all Walmarts? I, like, I don't like really two- re- recall where they were. As a child, I never really paid attention to where right. they went to get there. But I mean, I could be wrong, su- but... It I'm, wouldn't surprise me. I'm pretty sure that at least two of them that, you know, were standing in, like one was like on Woodman or whatever is uh-huh. now, they're, they're now Walmarts specifically. That's great. Kind of, kind of depressing. But, it is kind of depressing. But, yeah. uh, we didn't go to the drive-ins very much, but sometimes my parents would take us to the drive-ins when I was a kid. And again, mm-hmm. since it was in the Springs, it really wasn't that long of a trek for us to go and do it. Mm-hmm. But it was like, uh, this was our thing. My dad would pretend. Well, how would he say it? I don't know. <laughs> but he, he he had something that it was like kids, uh, either he didn't want to pay for us or kids weren't allowed or something. I'm pretty sure he was like, I'm not going to pay for you guys. You guys have to hide in the back. Right, right. And, and so we would... The whole this is ri- the van, right? Right, and it was, so there was kind of like a ritual. We would get our pajamas on. Oh, of course, you got it. Like as a kid, you know, you're gonna be up till you know midnight, pretty much. Right, pajamas, like pajamas on for sure. Right, but I I remember it always being really weird because we like put our pajamas on and then we went and got in the car and it was still light out. You know, you're like, mm-hmm. is this okay? Can I leave the house this way? And then we would we would drive down, you know. And then when we would get close, you'd be like, "Okay, we're gonna pay." So you guys gotta hide, and you know we'd have our blankets or whatever, and we would lay down and cover ourselves up. And it was mm-hmm. like, we're like, "Oh, we're being so bad, sneaking into the drive-in." But uh, 
I, you know, whatever it was, I'm sure he paid for us. Like he never, it was just a game, but we always thought it was like a real thing, you know? Right. And, um, and that's what I remember the most about it really. It's just kind of like the act of going, um, though we saw some good movies in the drive-in. The one that I remember the most was Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. The second Ooh. movie, yeah. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. We, I remember watching that at the drive-in um, as, a, as a child. And I had fun with it. It was fun. It was a good time. So Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm going to lay this down for... For the ages, you know, if, if okay. people are voting to to turn, you know, these places into WalMarts or, you know, uh, apartment complexes or what have you. Right. Um, so if you go to a drive-in now, or the ones that I've been to recently, more recently, in my later, you know, when I can actually drive and stuff like that. Right. You... You go and wherever, whatever screen you're going to, there is a radio signal broadcast that's very, that's very local. You know, you can only get it within like, you know, maybe half a mile of the actual place. Right. Um, But it's a specific radio frequency that you'll see a big sign for um, when you're driving to that. that screen and you just tune your stereo in your car to that frequency and the the audio from the movie will play through your car speakers right right, right. which is awesome Ta- yeah which is great because Taggart and I <laughs> grew up going to the drive through in our pajamas where there were the, the pull with the speaker that you like, so you would pick your parking spot, mm-hmm. and next to your parking spot would be a pole. Uh huh. And usually there's a pole between two cars, and so there is a speaker that you would just take off of the you know the little hook on the pole, and you would just like hook it to your window and just kind of roll your window up to like right. close it on the speaker, and depending on the quality of the place, like some people had driven off with the speaker. So like, Oh, this parking spot's open. It's perfect in the middle of there's no speaker crap. You know, we got to find a different spot and stuff like that. And And I just, yeah. yeah. Quality of the speakers could be good. They could be bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that's one of the, the drawbacks that I found to it is the other, the other thing is, as a child, you are not driving yourself to the um, to the drive-in, and unless your parent was cool of you sitting in the front seat, like you're in the back seat, and like the speaker quality is like not great, or your right. parent, your mom, or your dad's like, "Well, I don't want to turn it up anymore because it's blaring right into my ear." It's like, well, can we put it in the back window then? Because I can't hear anything. Like, stop talking. Like, just having that one concentrated audio source was just not as fun for me. But right, yeah, right. No, but, but when it, they went to the transmitter, the radio mm-hmm. transmitter, so oh, much it better. Was, 
So much it was better. glorious. Yeah. Yeah, it was so great. And and I mean, because yeah, whatever your speakers are, you know, bass and you can hear it all around and, you know, a little bit of surround sound action. It's right, right and left, you know, it was, it's, it's much, it's much better now. And you can even get it like, you know, you can listen to the music of the, uh, what's it called? You know, the credits while you're driving away and stuff like that. Right, so, right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it's a lot of d- fun. one of the best setups for me was when I had my Subaru and we went down to the drive-in mm-hmm. uh, and uh, my date and I like set up in the back. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. So we pulled in backwards and lifted the tailgate and, mm-hmm. you know, blared it through the, the speakers in the car, but we had like no blankets and stuff, like a whole spot to just lay and relax in the back and watch the movie. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. That was the best. That was the best setup ever. <laughs> so your, your setup was definitely better than mine in, in that date scenario because like I, what, did, what was I? It was like in a van and I want to say it was when, Multiple people were there. You were actually there. Now that I think about this, so it was like a group date thing. This is uh-huh. this is some this is summer '06. If I think if so. that yeah, doesn't yeah, tell yeah. you, yeah, I, I think so. This is yeah, yeah, yeah. this is driving down, and we were in the van. We were in this van, and um, there was a couple people that like brought you know camping chairs, and we did the backwards thing. So we flipped up right. the tailgate and everything. But the problem was because with a Subaru, you can lay down the seat and it's like perfectly flat, right? Right, right, with, right. With the van, since there's, you know, so much height and everything, like what we ended up doing is because we couldn't lay the seats down, all the like laying the seats down wouldn't have done anything, I guess I should say. Right. So we sat in the quote-unquote trunk, the cargo space, uh-huh. and we unlatched the back of the seats so that they would fold down because since they were partially reclined the other way, it was like the opposite angle of what we needed it to be. Right, right, right. right. And so we unlatched, like, you know, pulled the little tabbies so it un- unlatched it so it would lay down. But since there was nothing to kind of hold that there, I was in this pseudo reclined position and Uh she was just kind of leaning on my shoulder, but I had to keep like the small of my back, like tensed because Uh if I didn't, if I didn't, the leverage would just go and the seat would just fall flat and we'd have no backrest at all. Recollection so of this there. is flooding back to me. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sitting there in this movie, just watching this, just just like crunching my core, my abs, and just like trying to like, you know, enjoy this moment at the same time as this thing is just like just digging into my back and like and I'm sitting there just like trying to like make it so it's like totally comfortable for her and just being like, Oh, oh man. yeah, that's so funny, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. 
hell are this movie? Oh, so. And then we swapped out uh, for the the chairs, I think, uh, on the next movie. So I didn't have to do that through both of them. But it was, it was pretty rough. Yeah. <laughs> but I think Casey brought his pickup truck and like we threw like a mattress in the back at that time too. Uh huh. One of those times, but but yeah, that was that was summer '06 for you for sure. Yeah, buddy, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Good times, man. Um, I saw two terrible movies on my birthday one year. What uh, were they? At the drive-in. What were they? Uh, it, it was the Nickelodeon Ninja Turtle movie from whatever that was, like 2014 or something like that. What? Not not T... Not TMNT. Oh, okay. But like, I was like, that one was actually like pretty the, good. Yeah, but like the Michael Bay like reboot. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Followed That's... by... Yeah. Followed by The Rock's Hercules movie. Oh, I have not seen that. I mean, it was okay. It was not great. But okay. <laughs> it's, it's an int- I mean, I'm going to ruin the premise just real quick. It's an interesting premise that the Hercules legend is actually like a group of like five or six people but they all give credit to him so they all accomplish like these great feats like killing the boar or like the lion or the doing the stables or all this kind of stuff they they do them as a team but they basically let him take all the credit and so then he gets like you know sponsored and the money and he shares it back with them you know so it's it's definitely kind of like a like oh okay like this is actually maybe plausible where it's like oh this guy like did all these great things it's like no way could one man do this and it's like he did it nobody else is stepping up saying they did it and you know it's like and now they're um it's like oh well they get to all share the glory as opposed to this team it's like oh well that makes sense like blah 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 so it's like if the a team was basically like giving all credit to hannibal right or uh or uh mr t and and he's you know getting all the the money and just splitting it with them later on right so interesting yeah it was it was an interesting take but it was still pretty bad (laughs) yeah uh but yeah the drive-in man like i remember i want to say i watched mile and otis back in the drive-in Oh, did you see Mile and Otis at the drive-in? That, I, I definitely saw that movie when it came out. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't remember if it was at a theater or if it was at a drive-in, but that's like a Mm -hmm. perfect drive-in movie. Mm -hmm. Like that would have been a good one to see at the drive-in so i want to say yeah oh you know what i did definitely see at the drive-in we saw hmm. turner and hooch at the drive-in oh <laughs> uh, such a good movie classic dude <laughs> it's it so good mm-hmm. yeah um 
But man, I'm glad that uh, some drive-ins are sticking around. I think. Yeah, man. There. I mean, it's. You got to admit, man, it's a lot of primo space. It is, and that's and that's and, the big reason that they're going mm-hmm. the way of the land, man. Like uh, mm-hmm. they're dying out because land's primo, and and businesses mm-hmm. want land, and and if you're mm-hmm. basically a glorified parking lot. Someone's going to try to buy you up, and uh, and it happens. But you know, mm-hmm. hopefully, we can save a couple of our classic drive-ins. Yeah, I would say that just like every uh, you know, every couple of cities needs one. You know, maybe you have to drive right. like an hour or two, one way or another. Maybe not two, because that's. Pretty far from yeah. driving in the middle of the night. Well, and but if you're like, doing a double yeah. feature, that's eight hours round trip. Like, true. That's rough. True bro. story. <laughs> that's yeah. Rough. Right. But I mean, maybe it's. I mean, and it's funny too, too that like it's new movies. Oh, right. I do have one more. I do have one more story for driving. Okay. Um, that uh, okay. So. Um, and this is another one of those, like, you're never going to get this kind of thing anymore. Um, the movie theater trope of the picture getting blurred and then and then just, like, burning and dissolving because of the projector light and everything uh-huh. like that familiar with this effect i'm sure right right um that happened at the drive-in um and the film, the I film remember, burned uh, yeah it melted i remember i remember it very clearly because um it was during the trailers so okay but thankfully for them the, i guess yeah. they they did they didn't burn their print which would suck, right, but dude. It, it was it was in the it was in the time when digital projectors were becoming a thing. So, okay. um, I I watched it and it was just in the middle of this trailer and it happened and it happens yeah just like I mean just like you've seen it where it gets blurry and it looks like it's going faster than it should be when it's actually going slower, you uh-huh. know, yeah, because yeah. you see like the the frames and then it just gets stuck. And since it gets stuck, it just the heat is just so unbearable. It just burns the shiz out of it. Melts it, yeah, yeah. And it melt, you know, bubbles and everything. It just melted away. And I was like, oh, that's that's funny effect. And then I turned around and looked at the projection house, and there was just smoke billowing out of it. And I was like, oh, that's straight up. Like, okay, like never thought I would. Real, that's amazing. Yeah. I never thought I would see that in, in real life, but yeah, yeah, and never and never again, never yeah. again. Crazy, yeah. So, Good story, uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, man, yeah, hit up, hit up your local drive-in, Patron, patronize your drive-in, go see, you know, especially yeah, with COVID out there, you know. Plus, you can bring your own snacks. You can bring whatever you want, really. Yeah, man. It's a it's, whole thing. You can have a picnic and eat and yeah. watch a movie. And you can sit on your car like Pee Wee Herman and enjoy the mm-hmm. film. It's great. Yeah. I, w- I would say 
you're one of the only people that's going to get this, is a drive-in is to movie theater as a train trip is to an airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's just so much more. You're getting the same kind of thing. It takes a little longer, but you're getting so much more freedom. Like, at any point, you can get up and, and, and walk around, and, you know, as long as you're not, like, you know... Most of the time, people are looking way over your head, so you don't have to worry about, right. like, oh, excuse excuse me, excuse oh, oh sorry, can you pick up your yeah. feet? Oh, yeah, like... But everyone's, and everyone's got the sound in their car. If you wanted, if you needed to go take a walk real quick, you could mm-hmm. realistically not miss anything. Right. And, I mean, you'll see it in Greece that he, you know, stranded at the drive-in. Right. He's, like, sitting on the swings and stuff. Like, right. that's a thing. Like... There was we a would play, yeah. yeah. If the movie was boring, or if you're there waiting for your movie to start or whatever, there's like right. swing sets and stuff for kids to go play because, like, and it's perfect, you know, like, right. So, yeah. So go go check it out. Like, I would highly recommend it. And see two movies at once, you know. Dude, it's the only way. It's the only way you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but bring your own food, bring your own whatever. I'm sure people indulge in other activities. <laughs> <laughs> Take that for what you will. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 a good fun time for sure. For sure. For sure. All right. Well, should we parlay to the new? Yeah, man. Let's <coughs> let's new. Uh, what is your new today? Well, my new is a standard annual new. My oh. son had a birthday. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. The, the man is five years old now. Five years old. Nice. So. Nice. So this and last. What, what theme was this birthday? This, yeah. So this year we had a birthday party. <laughs> And it was a Minecraft uh, birthday party. All right. Sounds fun. And it was pretty cool. My wife made a Minecraft cake with Rice Krispie treats as sand and cake as Mm -hmm. dirt. And she piped grass on it and made jello lava or jello, not jello lava, jello water. Water. Okay. And. it was marshmallow, like cream, dyed to lava color, like, like okay, ran down right thing. It was pretty cool. <clears throat> they so they, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna ask because I saw the picture of that cake and stuff. Was it just like make a cake, cut into cubes, mm-hmm. stack cubes, and decorate kind of a thing, or basically, yeah, she was just like, I'm, okay, I, I'm Minecraft and I'm building things and so she right. did it the way yep cut it up into in the squares and blocks and tried and made a terrain it was cool yeah excuse me oh sorry and uh and they had uh, he had a lot of friends over we had a grand old time they made torches out of uh pretzel sticks uh, okay i'm like whoa <laughs> pretzel sticks and white uh, chocolate on the end with like sprinkles mm-hmm. to make it like look like a fire. They did awesome. uh, 
they did Minecraft bingo. They did a treasure hunt where she 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 took a picture of where we're at from from the Google satellite imagery and like put mm-hmm. X, X's in it where the different treasures were, and then they had to just like like it was oh, a, like awesome. it was a Minecraft map, you know. Uh-huh. And so all they could see was the top view, and they had to go around and and the okay. Here's the house. Here's the street. Like yeah, right. Okay. <clears throat> and so it was pretty cool. She hid different things. Uh, they were all like toys, but there was, mm-hmm. you know, they all had a Minecraft connection to it. And uh, and that was really cool. They played Minecraft Bingo. They had a a creeper pinata. Um, it was a whole to do and, uh, and yeah, so it was only supposed to be a couple hours and I had to, I didn't get to stay the whole time, which made me sad, but, uh, it was supposed to just be a couple hours and, uh, some of our friends stayed till eight at night, apparently. Oh, wow. It was like all day. So, but it was, but uh, it was good. She had fun, and of course the kids had fun. So, so yeah, he's an old man now. Hmm. He's getting, he's getting up there. That's actually a lot of fun, man. See, that's the thing. Like a themed birthday party is great. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it just is. It is so fun to get like a creative, and I mean your wife's super creative and everything like that. Right. To have that kind of uh, that kind of a thing, to where it's just like it's like okay, well, how can I make the cake like this? How can I make an activity that's this? That's like well, and it's just speaking it, of traits that I admire, she's so good mm-hmm. at pulling stuff like that together, it, and, mm-hmm. and and uh, quickly, like it doesn't take her. A super long time. She goes and looks in Pinterest and these other places, and she just gathers her mm-hmm. ideas really quite quickly. And then she's like, "Well, we're doing this and this and this and this and this," and then just does it. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I would be like, "Well, um, this is okay." <laughs> I don't know. Like, she's very good at that. Yeah. No, that sounds awesome. Um. Yeah, man. So. Yeah, what about uh, you? What's new with you? With, with us, uh, we had a, a different annual thing. Um, oh. But we, for our anniversary. Your anniv- first anniversary. Anniversaire. Yes. Um, well, anniversaire is birthday in French, so maybe not. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, our first anniversary, uh, we decided to go camping. Oh, so nice. why not go camping with your five-month pregnant wife? Perfect. You know, in the, in the middle of summer. Sounds <laughs> awesome. Right, right. In the heat. That's good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um, a couple things to make this, um, make this more bearable and everything like that. Uh-huh. Uh, is we went north as opposed to going south because okay. it, Potentially would be cooler going north, right. typically in this in this hemisphere. Um, and we went, you know, up into the mountains to kind of help with that as well. And then 
we rented a rooftop tent for the weekend. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. And so uh, for those that aren't familiar with what that means and everything, um, so it's a tent that's basically on a platform, like a, I mean, it could be plywood, it could be aluminum, whatever. Right. Um, that mounts to the roof rack of your car. And, or, you know, if you have a truck bed, you know, you can get like a rack to mount it in your truck bed and stuff like that. But, um, the, um, I've been in the market for one for a long time. Um, and I really want to make sure that it was, you know, worth the couple of thousand of dollars that mm. they are. Uh-huh. So we're just like, okay, we can rent this one for 25 bucks a day. So not bad. Kind of gives, gives yeah. us the concept and everything. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so we picked it up. Um, the one caveat with that is the guy didn't have the right brackets for our car. Uh, um, so the benefit to a rooftop tent is number one, you usually get a lot bigger tent um, for this, you know, and not have to worry about space in your car, right? Sure. So, you know, you get like a four, like a three or four man tent that's, you know, um, got a lot of headroom and everything like that without, you know, taking up cargo space in your car. So that's, you know, one thing. Um, you're not pulling a trailer, right? Which, you know, right. is, is kind of like it, it. So you're not limited to a trail or a, a road that you can pull a trailer on. And the other big benefit is it sets up like instantly. So, nice. okay. And, and you don't have to find like a flat, rock free, stick free, right. dry place to put your tent down you literally just pull up somewhere could even be like a walmart parking lot um you pull up in this case you just take off the um like thick you know rubber-esque cover right the canvasy rubber cover um just like you know take off two straps pull Uh off the cover grab the ladder and or like you know grab the ladder and just open it up because the platform just kind of sandwiches our book, you know, like it's like a book and you literally just like lever it up. And it took me longer to explain that to you than it does to set up. (laughs) Like, okay, literally that's, that's how it, that's how it goes. It's it's like, okay, we're parked tent set up. Let's throw our sleeping bags in and we're good to go. And, um, and stuff like that. And it has like a memory foam mattress already built in. So you don't even have to like worry about that. We did bring an air mattress just in case it wasn't, you know, comfortable enough and everything. And, um, yeah. Um, the other benefit is since you're tense, you know, right there, um, you also can just like get into your car and do everything you need to. Um, because he didn't have the right brackets, ours had to be mounted 90 degrees off of 
what we would have hoped for. So instead of opening up off the side of the car, it opened uh-huh. up off the back. So we just had to make sure uh-huh. everything we needed was out of the back of the tent or out of the back of the trunk because we couldn't open the tailgate uh, gotcha. with the tent set up, really. Okay. Um, so that was a little bit, and if I bought it, obviously I would make sure it would open to the side and all that kind of different stuff. But right, right. right. Um, but it was a lot of fun. It was forty degrees at night, which was awesome. Oh, nice, <laughs> because then you could just like you know hunker down and snuggle up and everything. And we have a a dual like a double sleeping bag, uh-huh. which we were kind of let's. Well, we were kind of worried about because we're like, it is going to be so hot to sleep in the same sleeping bag as another human being, <laughs> you know, like right, it's right. already bad enough with you, with you, but like, you know, throw yourself next to, you know, pregnant woman, you're just going to melt. <laughs> right. And she's going <laughs> to, she's also going to be, you know, hating it. Super but since happy. it was so, yeah, yeah, since it was super cold that night, that first night, it was it was way better because it was nice. just like oh this is great like we can it's so cool and everything and slept really well. Um, the next night we still we slept pretty good even though I only got down to probably like sixty or so, uh-huh. uh, partially because we just had you know, these long hikes hiking days and everything. Um, I took a canvas and an easel and some paints and I like painted a nice little. Bob Rossi landscape picture out there. Um, nice. Just just to kind of kill some time while we were camping and everything. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was great. Um, I would definitely recommend the rooftop, the rooftop tent for, yeah. for anybody. Um, just because it's, it's super fast, super easy, and... Um, yeah, and you don't have to, I mean, you get less bugs and all that kind of different stuff. It's, it's a, it's a pretty welcome addition to, well, hopefully I'm dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Never that's, experienced a rooftop tent before. So it's all very yeah. interesting. The things you're saying sounds I will awesome. Say, yeah. I will say this, and this isn't exclusive to rooftop tents for sure is you need to try to level your car as much as you can and you can kind of help it because the ladder is the support for the open side. Like it's supported by where it hinges, but it's also a, you know, an extra leg for it. But if you're, if your car's not level, your tent's not going to be level and you're just kind of slide into each other or slide down or whatever. But that's the same if you're, (laughs) you know, sleeping on it in a tent that's just like right. on a slope or whatever so um oh and that's the other thing if you if it's like if it rains or whatever then you could just close it and then just you know drive off and then wherever you get just open it back up because you're really not touching the canvas at all so instead of like putting a wet tent away which uh-huh. is the worst because right. it's all muddy and you gotta like then, you know, you fold, you're trying to figure out how to fold it and like roll it and everything. And you got to get all the air out of it and uh-huh. everything. And somebody's, you know, somebody's got to squeeze it while the other person tries to get the bag over the top of it. To, so it'll zip or cinch closed. And so you just get disgustingly muddy. Um, <laughs> this is, this is literally just like, 
Okay, all the stuff's out. Sweet. Shboop. Clip, clip. Cover. Drive away. Crazy. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, thanks, Good everybody, work. for being there with us. Yeah, we appreciate you guys listening, as always. Mm-hmm. If you want to support us some more, head on over to our Patreon. We would love to see you there. Um, we, we haven't discussed this, and we don't necessarily have to discuss it on pod, but we might... I have an idea for a another Patreon uh, podcast that we could potentially do um, and everything. So uh, stay tuned for that. Or if Taggart hates the idea, then <laughs> stay, stay, stay tuned for a different idea that <laughs> we hopefully can collaborate on. There you go. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, thanks everybody, and we're checking out. All right. Bye. Bye.